Previously on Sammy Magic, you cast Crucio, one of three forbidden spells in the magicking world. Just being found casting one of these spells can land you in Arcarus for life. Where did you learn that? He's in your head, isn't he, Sammy? No, 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 shut up, shut up, shut up. Don't, don't tell him that, Sammy. The voice slowly faded away as the pain receded and a beautiful runic symbol appeared on Sammy's forearm. This is a band-aid. This is a temporary solution, but we have to fix this, Sammy. Welcome, everybody, to WHF. That's right, Wizard Harvard football season is among us. Sammy would attempt to fly up, but then fly down. Sammy would try to jut left, but instead go right. Alan Rickman's cape goes up in flames. In fact, the entire rude boy stands, catches a flame. Firstly, the dog has a name. It's Jake Gyllenhaal. What is in there is between me, Grumblebum, and Nikki Flannel. Christmas time has arrived at Wizard Harvard. All of the students have completed their semifinals and are now sitting around the lunch table, each reading notes from their parents, signifying what their winter break was about to look like. Harmony was smiling, looking down at her note, her family telling her that they were going to go on fantastic vacations across the country. Sammy smiles as he reads his letter from Pa Stinker that was... Still very super depressing, even though Pa assured him things were perfectly fine back at home. The duo then look up to see Greg, who is looking down at his letter solemnly. What's the matter? Sammy comments as Greg looks up and responds, I'm gonna be here for the winter, I guess. Greg offers a false smile as he announces this and hands the note over to Sammy. And Sammy looks down to read the letter, which says... Dear Greg, we've gotten numerous notes from your teachers and have found that, unfortunately, your grades are not enough to go with us on our annual vacation. We think, as a family, it would be best for you if you could stay at the school and continue your studies. Have no worries, the twins will be there with you as well, because, let's be honest, I don't think the twins have ever had grades good enough to join us on our vacations, but, unfortunately, you will be stuck with them as well. We can only pray that your grades get better. Signed, The Gingers. I told you you should have been studying more, Harmony comments as Greg looks solemn, having gotten to go on vacations with his family his entire life. He didn't realize that his grades depended on it. Well, it's no big deal. It's not like they're going somewhere amazing or fantastical or anything like that. Greg responds, but every sentence just smells of falsehoods. Where are they going? Sammy responds. Greg couldn't answer, but between you and me, I know that this winter the Ginger family are going to be visiting Universal Studios Florida. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, Universal Studios Florida, one of the greatest theme parks in the entire world and your only place to visit the magicking world of Sammy Magic. You can go have your own wand chosen at Big Ollie's Wand Shop. You can ride the fantastic Escape from McDrake's Bank. Remember, magic is universal here at Universal Studios Orlando. 
it's no big deal. I, I swear. Greg responds solemnly until Sammy finally pipes up and says, You know something? I'll stay with you. It's okay. Everything seems to be fine at Ma and Pa's. Spoiler alert. Totally weren't. I can stay here with you. We can look into stuff on Nikki Flannel. We can try and learn more about Jill and Paul from the bear. I, it's going to be a fantastic time. And with that, Greg's eyes light up as he looks up and realizes that Sammy was sacrificing his entire winter break to be there with him. And Greg smiled and the trio dine on the most delicious dinner that night of roast beast and who hash and cranberry sauce and that spaghetti you know the spaghetti from elf that had the maple syrup on it that is also included it's a phenomenal christmas dinner on their final night together before christmas break but the night wasn't over yet because harmony had work to do she and the rest of the trio rushed to the library searching through every single book they could find on nikki flannel This name continued to hang in their heads ever since the bear mentioned it in their meeting a couple of weeks ago. Nikki Flannel, this mysterious name that each of them had on the tip of their tongues. They could have sworn they had heard it somewhere before, but just didn't know where. Each of the trio had read through as many books as they could. Harmony had a veritable stack of books next to her stretching up to the sky, each one having been read from front to back. Sammy had a slightly smaller pile, and Greg had about three, but it's Greg, so what are you going to do? At one point, Sammy gets an idea, however. They're not going to put any information on him here. What? Why not? Greg responds. Because clearly whatever Jill and Paul's hiding is important, and that means any information on it could possibly aid in its capture. Which means the trio all turn to look at the restricted section at once. Which means that it has to be there. Sammy, I hope you know what you're doing. Harmony responds as Sammy gets up and quickly rushes into the restricted section, searching through as many books as he could possibly find. Until finally, What do you think you're doing in there? The librarian responds, rushing over to Sammy. This is restricted. You know what that means, right? It's the restricted section of the library. That means these books are not for you. It's not for first years, not for second years, not for third, not even for eighth year students. This is for the eyes of our teachers and our teachers alone. Sammy stared at her, furious, when suddenly... The voice was trying to break through, and Sammy looked down and saw a green glow coming from underneath his white button-up shirt, but luckily the voice wasn't strong enough. It wasn't strong enough to pierce the veil and connect to Sammy's mind. And Sammy merely scowled at the librarian before walking over to the trio with no information on Nikki Flannel and no leads ahead of their big winter break. The following weeks were a bit arduous for the trio. Yes, Sammy and Greg still had each other, but without Harmony, there wasn't really a guiding force. You see, Sammy was an untempered force of magic. Greg was, let's be honest, a a veritable idiot. And without Harmony... 
they couldn't stay focused. Any conversations on Nikki Flannel or on the massive three-headed dog who they now know to be known as Jill and Pa would slowly descend into conversations about wizard football or, or their favorite movies they had recently seen. Without harmony, they were pretty much useless. Finally, the big day arrived, Christmas Day, and our heroes rushed down to the relatively empty Lionheart's common room, where they found a massive Christmas tree waiting for them, decorated with numerous Lionheart crests and red and yellow lights stringing up and down the tree. And underneath it were numerous packages. Greg rushed over and opened them, finding numerous different novelties from Universal Studios Orlando that his family had bought and sent to him. He smiled as he put on an oversized Duff beer shirt while eating some Reese Pieces from the E.T. ride while Sammy sat in front of his packages. There were only two. Sammy looked down, and he saw his pa's familiar handwriting on a letter, and he ripped it open, where it said, Merry Christmas, Sammy. I hope things are going well for you. I I really do. I know our last meeting wasn't the best, and I've been trying to write to you day in and day out, but... Sammy, things are not fine here, exactly. Um, Ma is not happy... And Little Stinker is becoming more and more of a Little Stinker day in and day out, and I wish you would come home, Sammy. But I understand you have your new home, and I understand that you have your new family, your magic family, and I'm so happy to see you flourishing, Sammy. I I just hope one day we can be a part of that family. Sammy smiles, looking down at the letter, and then looking over at the two wrapped presents, each horribly wrapped in a terrible manner. See, that's the one thing Sammy knew about Pa Stinker. He had heart, but when it came to wrapping, that just wasn't exactly his strong suit. But Sammy still ripped the wrapping paper off giddily, and in the first package, he found a photo album. And in that album, he found numerous photos of him, Ma, Pa, and of course, Lil Stinker on their vacations to the zoo, their vacations out to the beach. It was an astounding look back at his history. But as the pages turned and the pages turned, Sammy began to get younger. And then Sammy wasn't there at all. It was just Ma and Pa Stinker. And then before that, He saw his parents, and they were all there together. Ma Stinker, of course, was still giving his mom a little bit of the side eye, but they were all there, and they were all family, and Sammy smiled, continuing to turn through these pages, discovering his parents, finding out everything that he could, mercilessly going over each photo, trying to get every single detail about his parents put into his head. Sammy needed to know where he come from. And then, of course, Sammy turned over to the other package, which he ripped open with glee when he only found a small blanket. Sammy was confused. Greg was running around playing with a small plastic dinosaur from the Jurassic Park ride, and Sammy kind of scowled. I... I don't understand. It's just a blanket. What is this? 
Sammy grimaces as he places the blankets around his shoulders, which caused Greg to stop in his tracks. And he looked over to discover Sammy floating. Sammy's head floating in midair. Uh, Sammy? Sammy was nervous, staring at his friend's decapitated head, floating through the air, reading through a photo album. Sammy, are you good? Yeah, why wouldn't I be? And at that moment, Sammy looks down to realize that, yes, the bottom half of his body was not visible. It was completely gone. What in the world? Sammy is astounded, then places the entire blanket over his head, causing him to disappear completely. And, of course, in the next few minutes, Sammy used these moments to play pranks on other people, running up to them in this invisible covering, sneaking up on them from behind, and then at one moment, he looked down in the corner of the blanket, and he found a small tag which read, Property of Jeremiah Magic. It was the closest Sammy had ever gotten to his father. Sure, he had the photo albums, he he had everything to look at, but now he had a real physical piece of his family's history. He had his father's invisibility blanket wrapped around him, and the feeling to Sammy was not unlike getting a hug from Jeremiah himself. And Sammy spent that entire night bundled up into that blanket, wrapped in the warm embrace of his father. And then, of course, around midnight, Sammy's eyes opened. Because Sammy had an idea. He snuck out into the hallway, that invisibility blanket playing around his shoulders, before he found himself in the library. He slowly creaked open the door, where he found groundskeeper William making his rounds around the library, making sure no one had snuck in. But luckily, thanks to that invisibility blanket, Sammy no longer had to worry about William. He no longer had to worry about his diabolical, possibly soul-sucking cat. And Sammy snuck through the library, quietly, each step barely making a sound. The invisibility blanket cloaking him from the outside world, and he eventually finds himself in the restricted section. Sammy peeks his head out from underneath the blanket, looking around, making sure no one saw him. And he reaches out, and he finds a small book, reading The History of Nicky Flannel. And Sammy reaches out and grabs it, and opens it slowly, the secrets of everything he has wanted to know his entire year here at Wizard Harvard, all within this one book. And the spine cracks as he pieces it apart. And then it bites him on the arm. Oh yeah, ladies and gentlemen. This is an evil, evil book. And of course, since this is the restricted section, there are reasons why these books are restricted. A normal teacher would know to cast a spell to not make the book bite you. But oh, Sammy. Sammy's now bleeding from the arm because he just couldn't keep his nose out of it. Sammy reaches down, trying his best to keep his pained cries inside and not tip off groundskeeper William as he rips the book off of his arm. And then he looks down to see three gashes in his arm, all coming across that runic symbol on his arm. Well, ladies and 
gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it is good to be back. How have you been, Sammy? How was Christmas? Did you get that Nintendo Switch you always wanted? Oh, it doesn't matter. We can go steal one if you didn't. No. No, Sammy thinks to himself as he quickly places the blanket over his head, once again rushing out of the library, but before he can make it to the door, he comes crashing face first into groundskeeper William. Luckily, the blanket still lay around Sammy, but groundskeeper William knew something was up. And groundskeeper began to search after Sammy, rushing after him into the hallway, and eventually Sammy found one unlocked door and rushed in, and he turned around to find a massive, resplendent mirror staring at him. Oh, this seems like a bad idea, Sammy quietly comments to himself as the voice says, Yeah, it certainly does, doesn't it? Why don't we go look up to it? I mean, it's just a mirror, couldn't be anything really bad in there, right? And Sammy listened, and he walked up, to that beautiful, massive mirror inlaid with bronze, and he looks up to discover the phrase, erised above it. And Sammy looks down, and he sees himself. In fact, he even looks down at his arm in the reflection, and it's healed, it's perfectly fine. And then he looks back at his heart, where that locket, that Pa Stinker gave to him so many months ago, hung around his neck, and the locket began to glow. And this beautiful golden light began to shoot from out of that locket, shooting up into the air and flying around Sammy, embracing him, before forming his mother and his father standing next to him. And a tear fell down the cheek of Sammy Magic as he saw his family there with him. He could feel them around his shoulders. He could feel his mother kissing him on his cheek. He could feel his father embracing him. And Sammy Magic was so happy in that moment. And then he turned around and found nothing. They were gone. What's going on? Sammy comments when suddenly from the darkness a voice emerges. What you're looking at is the mirror of Arised. It was Grumblebum, and he walked out from behind that mirror, staring down at Sammy, who, thanks to the invisibility blanket, still looked like a floating, disembodied head. Ah, I see you found my Christmas present. I hope you enjoyed it. Grumblebum comments as he takes the blanket away from Sammy and holds it up. I'm sure you've discovered that it was your father's. He he got into quite a bit of business with this back in the day, let me tell you. Where are they? Sammy comments, still staring back at Grumblebum and then looking back behind him to find nothing. He looks down at his arm. He sees the gashes, his locket still intact. Where are they? Please! Ah, I guess I don't need to ask you what you saw when you looked in there, do I, Sammy? Grumblebum asks, handing the blanket back to him, before walking over to his arm and seeing the gashes playing at the edges of that runic symbol. And I see he's back. 
Yes. He, 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 he is. Sammy responds. But where are they? Where are they? I saw them. I felt them. I could, I could feel them. Where are they? Gone. Grumblebum responds, looking down at Sammy. Sammy, do you know what this mirror does? It reflects me, I, I guess. I, I don't know. This mirror shows you what you most desire. I mean, arise this desire backwards. It's not that hard to figure out. It shows you what you want more than anything in this world. And Sammy, I need to tell you something that's going to be a bit of a bitter pill to swallow. They're not coming back. Sammy stared up at Grumblebum, furious. Don't listen to him, boy. We can bring him back. We can bring him back. I believe in me. We can find a way to bring him back. We can bring him all back. And Sammy reached out a hand, getting ready to strike Grumblebum in fury when Grumblebum grabbed his arms. And in a flash of bright white light, those gashes heal themselves, and the voice recedes back into Sammy's mind once again. Sammy, they're not coming back. I know better than anybody what happens when you fixate on the past. What fixate when you fixate on something that you can't get back. Sammy, I understand you miss your parents. We all miss your parents, but if you fixate on it, you can fall into darkness. And then he, Grumblebum, grabs his arm and shows him that symbol. He will win. You will fall into darkness, Sammy. And we can't have you do that. Sammy, you have family here. You have your ma and pa back at home. You can't fixate on the past, Sammy Magic. As much as it hurts not to. Your family, your parents live on through you. I see so much of your father when I look in your face. I see so much of your mother when I look into your mind, Sammy. Your parents are here. They're inside you. You are the way your family lives on. You are the way they are still here today. And I can't lose you like we lost them. I... I... I just want him back. Sammy comments as Grumblebum reaches forward and grabs him in a massive hug. We all do, Sammy. We all do. Thank you for listening to the mini adventures of Sammy Magic. And an extra thank you goes to all the people who helped this show happen on our Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash a load of BS to support the entire BS network and all of its productions. Additional thanks to Umbria for our music and to Orion Ibert from the Lavender Lemonade Collective for our album art. As always, make sure to go to merch.aloadofpurebs.com and pick up some Sammy Magic merch. All of the proceeds from our merch go to trans and POC charities. Every single little bit can help. And let me end by reminding you that the many adventures of Sammy Magic are a work of complete and total parody. Which means... 
You can't sue me. <laughs>